Audible Visions. Drama. Tense situations and difficult decisions for the Cyclone team now, and the murderers themselves are on their way. Hobscotch, part four. Yeah, I got a blip come up on my scan. Looks like the rest of your crew from the holding pen are coming in now. Corinne? All safe. So, it looks like not all Cortops agents are the same after all. And there's more of us than you realise. Those who are bored the way Genorg dictates our actions. I'm hoping we can all pull together one day and, as Georgina says, topple the regime itself. And that, I guess, brings us back to Robert. Robert Harding. He's the perfect window of opportunity. But we're just not ready ourselves. If we were a better organised fighting force, then this would be our day. Where's Yorick? On your ship. Why? I think we should really start interrogating that skull again. Mistress Verney? Hmm? Are you okay? Oh, just... Just thinking... Yeah, all this... Talking with Officer Coburn... Being here... I know. It, It doesn't seem right. Agents who are siding with us. People think that we're fighting a gender war. Women versus men and... I've never seen it like that. I I see the, the gradual erasing of female recognition and I know that men are caught within real life in, in terrible ways, but only just today I've seen it affecting... affecting them as well. Affecting them enough for, for them to take action and, and support the cause. You remember my husband. Still trying to forget him. <laughs> well, I, uh, I remember Carla talking about this Rupert, saying that she was going to leave with an agent and that I would not, not be seeing her again. I just assumed that he was taking her from her work, not that he would be joining her and then losing her and I... Okay, yeah, poor bastard, but there's always ways or... I'm not sure there is a but. I... I noticed you looking at those photos on his mantle. Someone you know. He tried standing in front of them when he caught you looking. Yeah. Yeah, that was a picture of Orbis on one of his hiking trips. Oh, right. I seriously don't understand why... recognise him with a beard. Bit weird, him keeping a photo of his wife's old flame on show. (sighs) He's always had that beard, though. Pretty sure he dyes it. It's always so black. (laughs) Anyway, um, 
Yeah, they must have been friends when they were all at uh, Arca together. When I met him for the Rura campaign, he didn't have a beard. Oh. Okay. Hey, uh, Karina's just sat down. Okay. Now we can get this show back on the road. Okay, who wants to make a start? Louise? Okay. Um, Yorick? Wakey, wakey! Wowzers, that was a long nap. What happened to you lot? Yorick, where's Robert Harding? Which one? There's like billions out there. You know which one I mean. Oh, him? He's like at home playing Valhalla. And I tell ya, Mary is not amused. But what does that mean? It's nothing. It's normal. Okay, um, put this another way. Where's the man who attacked the prison satellite thingy? Um... Uh, holding station. Uh, the, the cradle. Heimdall system. Yeah, that one. Yes. Yorick, got that? Oh boy, I do wish you could be more coherent with constructing your sentences. Yorick, where is the man? Yes, yes, I understand. The answer is multi-layered. Well, one layer at a time, please. This Robert Harding is at home playing Valhalla. Scotty arrives. Robert Harding is shivering alone and afraid under a blanket on a remote planetoid over 100 light years away. Robert Harding is the fabrication of the Genog Corporation and therefore is nowhere but in the mind. Robert Harding is dead. Robert Harding is Yorick? Yorick? Hello. Whereabouts is the planet where Robert is shivering? Difficult to answer, firstly because Robert Harding is a pseudonym. I will require the actual name to perform a detailed trace. So someone is pretending to be Robert Harding and is blowing all this stuff up? Negative, negative, negative. This shivering man has yet to become Robert Harding. Time travel. Okay, again. Who is blowing this stuff up? Okay, I'm gonna say this slowly, cause I can tell you're all a little dense. Robert Harding did, and Robert Harding shall again. The shivering man is your answer. The man playing Valhalla, and who has just been killed by Nidhogg, is also your answer. Louise, I think I know how you feel. I'm, uh, I'm getting lost here. I okay, so we've got two Roberts. My one at home playing computer games, and another one who's been blowing stuff up. Oh, come on! Please pay attention. The man shivering has not yet blown anything up. You said he had. I made it perfectly clear that it was Robert Harding who did that, and who will do that again. Probably. Oh, bloody hell. Can't we just buy a proper computer? The shivering man is your answer. Got it. Captain Kelly? Green? He's a court-ops agent. Robert Harding is a court-ops agent. Or at least, he will be. Time travel, right? 
So this shivering man, a criminal, I take it, and... And he'll get himself captured one day. Have his body blanked by Genog. And then Robert Harding, which is Louise's boyfriend... Which is Louise's very ex-boyfriend, having been killed by someone, will have his mind loaded into the shivering man. He'll then become Robert Harding. Oh my God, Yorick! Is that it? I can only repeat what I've already said. What is right and what is wrong is for you to decide. A calavera must never choose what is right or wrong. Basic programming. Huh. Helpful. But what about the attack we were in? That was now. Quote, Robert Harding is a fabrication of the General Corporation and is therefore nowhere but in the mind. This is what I said. Bit delayed if that was your parrot impression, but bonus points were actually listening. So what's Genog doing? Taking recordings from the future, re-enacting them now, re-editing them, making us all think that Robert Harding is out there fighting against real life when he isn't. Not yet. He's just a guy at home playing computer games and a man shivering out in the dark cosmos, all alone. Then what you're saying is we have no one? We, you know, if we'd done what we intended and approached the man we assumed was fighting our cause, then all we'd find is, is Genog's lies and then, then we'd, we'd all be exposed. Sylphie hmm? and Cyclone would be destroyed. It seems that's part of their plan. Draw us out with a hero and then destroy us. But without Robert, we, we have no weapon. The Robert Harding we wanted does not exist. Sod that. Yorick? Hello, yes? Robert Harding will someday fight against Relife, yes? So I am led to believe. Right. Well, seeing as we can't yet locate the Shivering Man, I say we take this ship to Earth right away, drag that useless heap off his computer, and get it ready for battle, yeah? Are you serious? Absolutely. Yeah? Let's start the Robert Harding revolution.
Well? Come on, you lot. We've been waiting ages. Mistress Verney and myself have been in communication with Sylphie. We have a threefold mission. Firstly, to recruit more members for Cyclone. Bryony and Mistress Verney will head this operation as normal. Secondly, the rescue of our pristine Evans. Deacon, Karen Webber, Juice and Captain Kelly will be in command of this, with Bryony formulating the mission brief with information and support from Officer Coburn. And finally, the acquisition of Robert Harding. Sylphied herself is formulating this operation. Louise and myself will continue what we started. The recruitment mission will be carried out from the scout ship Coldwell, the rescue from Dissuader. And Sylphied will instruct the method on Robert's capture when we arrive on her capital ship. Any questions? Then let us make a start. You'll be making a move soon, then? Yes, yes we are. Uh, What are you going to do? I have a squad to return to, fighting the good fight as dictated by the system director. Then, then I'll need to find a way to slip out and locate your friend. Uh, I'm sorry. How, how do you go on? By convincing myself that the criminals I'm apprehending are justly deserving of the sentencing. For the most part, they are. And when they're not? There are always those that elude capture. I see. I wonder how long it'll be until someone else sees. Hopefully, I can keep going like this. And in those brief moments when I'm on leave or transferring between systems, I can carry on this work. Looking for signs within Arca, within our past, for some way out of all this. Well, I uh, I wish you all the luck in Heads up, people! Juice, what's up? Incoming skewer! Shit, I should have put an alarm on the scope. How far? It's on us. It's coming in now. Okay, get ready. Here, take these. Wait up, that's... That's Nisha's ship. There's another one jumped in. A shuttle box. Murderer? Looks like it. Felt him on the outer radiance. Are we leaving? It's okay. Tell the others it's Nisha. What about the shuttle box? Keep an eye on it. If it looks to be coming here, then let us know and we'll get packing. What's happening? Unexpected visit from that other girl with the skull. Nisha? Are you okay? Where's Dad? Where's Orbis? I told you, he's safe. Nisha, please go back. Go back to Pablo. It is safe there. I've made sure of it. Louise. What? You and your people said that your skull, Yorick, was connected to the one Dad sent me. Yeah? Uh, yeah? Desaad for protection, Yorick for information, yeah? Nisha, what's wrong? Here. Listen for yourself. Desaad? Desaad, ask Yorick, where's Orbis? Where's my father? Hear that? That man right there killed him. He killed my father and buried him here. Oh my god, put the gun down! Nisha, drop the gun. How long has he been dead, huh? 
What are you doing here? Why have you done this? Tell her. It's not... I can't. Tell her. If you don't, I will. What? Louise? What do you mean? Oh, it's bloody obvious, isn't it? Tell her. But they'll find out. That doesn't matter anymore. You have us. I... Nisha, this is your dad right here. No, that is not my dad. He's a core tops agent now, isn't he? Not by choice, but by necessity. The face you knew has gone, but it's still him. Am I right? My dad was Orbis. I saw the logs from Arca. Desar showed me two people. Leonard Orbis and Rupert Corbin. Nisha, there was an Orbis. A scrawny old professor, but a friend to both your mother and myself. We worked together, revealed the first anomalies in Arca's historical records. He... he never made it out. The agency traced the leaked information directly to him and... and they killed him. That's when I helped Carla escape. I based my persona on him while continuing the research. I used that name when I worked with your mother, here on this planet. You're saying my father was a lie? It was always me. But I could never see you. How could I? If it was discovered that I had a daughter, then you would be subject to inaugural Cortop's duties. Servitude. Oh, I... And I couldn't bear that. I can't believe I'm hearing this. Conditioning. No, no. I'm... I'm not listening to this. I... Okay, we're ready. Murderers will be in high orbit any time now. Nisha, meet us, yeah? Nisha, parapet station. No. Uh, guys, remember this situation? Time running out and the enemy almost upon us. Yep, I can see it. It's the murderers. They must... They must have picked up on Desaad. Hey, what are you doing? Tea party? Karina's ready. Get a move on. What do they want? Yeah, they've set something in motion and are checking just to see if we buy it. Then come on! Yes, now! Okay, get on the dissuader. Nisha, follow them. What about you? Louise, I have a jumper. It's fine. Just gotta save some files. Go! Uh, Come on! Okay, all at station. Prep for veto in eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Igniting cores. Shuttlebox is setting down. They'll be radioing in to have a trace on us. Yeah, wish them luck with that. Industrial jump drive and blaking beacons are lit for green. Okay, let Nisha take off and reach velocity first. Then we'll jump. Yes, I can see Nisha's place marker and she's initiating launch now. What about Rupert? Hmm? What you got? You seeing a marker for his jumper, Mistress Varney? Uh, no, Captain, but... Uh... I think that's him on the monitor. Yeah, he's, uh, he's, he's approaching the murderers. What? Oh my god. What's he doing? 
Welcome. I'm Agent Rupert Coburn, Cortops Tennessee Squadron. What can I do for you? I'm sorry, my Clonesca is a little rusty. Does Queen's English work for you? Correct. I have a sorting facility over there. You know what it's like on Ditchworld. A bit difficult to police all the permits, but we're doing okay. Oh, that's a new one on me. Vicinity or facility? What's your radius? Okay, I'll help you. I've got some tracker equipment in the bunker. You need me to radio in? I can get at least two more hands to help. Uh, pardon the pun. What with you having, you know, four arms and all? Not necessary. Identify missiles leaving area. Lost property auditors in that one. Yep, that one there. They were just making sure that the records are in order and that everything is catalogued and in place. Making sure I'm not sneaking things into my pockets or holding any illegal goods. And look, they didn't arrest me. Uh, family. Not a good time right now. I'd need to file all the reports when they come in, and you know how long that takes. It could be my beacon. I sometimes have it doing a high-frequency scan, just making sure people entering or leaving the system are doing so within the law. You can look over the data and see if any ships in orbit have been transporting unlawfully obtained data or materials. We're clear. Jump drive activated. Oh, not me on this bit. Ow! Hold on to the bloody rail, not onto me. Sorry. Ow. Ah, there you are, sleepyhead. Oh, that's it. Drink up. Thank you. What? Where am I? I... Oh, yeah. Still on that mad woman's ship. At least you're drinking. What happened? Did you drug me? I feel so woozy. That's dehydration, girl. Oh my god, my head hurts so much. Well, it will. Wait, uh, what's that? I, I can feel... Yes, that's a conditioning node. Your animals! Christine Evans, please. You are so ill and need every bit of help. I am not ill. Is it illness to care for others? Is it wrong to hope for a better life for ourselves without being monitored, criticized, belittled, overlooked, ignored, ridiculed, and bloody experimented on? And see, all those things you're passionate about, they're still you. What? If conditioning was as bad as you say, would you still have those deeply held beliefs? See, we haven't taken you away. Then what have you done? What the hell have you done to me? 
in part four of Popscotch, written by Graham David Richards. Sarah Golding was Georgina Verney, with Fiona Thrale as Hazel Valentine, Sasha Cooper as Louise Blissett, Wendy Lapp as Corrine Kelly, Rue Dickey as Duke and Nevis, of Nisha Palmer as Nisha Tarbrook, Andrew Cresswell as Officer Coburn, Kirsty Wolven as Prissy, Bex Goose as Vanetta Eve, Aaron Kovacs as Dassad, and Daniel French as the murderers. Additional thanks to Matthew Exel, Patricia Dawn Richards, and Julia Eve. Cyclone is produced and published by Audible Visions with Channel House Entertainment. Copyright 2022. And this first series of Cyclone will continue in the new year. And you can follow Audible Visions and the Cyclone story, plus all their other dramas, on Twitter by going to at AV underscore drama or find them on Facebook. Hello, folks of audio loving joy, fans of Cyclone podcast and groovy AF audio drama. Sarah Golding here. Hello. If you feel inspired by having listened to this thrilling Cyclone sci-fi podcast to make your own audio drama as funky and exhilarating and excitingly character-fueled as Cyclone, hashtag Team Cyclone are better than Cortops, hashtag yes, that's Vernie talking, then why not pop along to the Audio Drama Hub Podcast Festival happening on November the 19th and 20th, 2022 with Dirk Max of Sandman, Alien, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy and so much fame, a writing for audio workshop with Tom Crowley of Wooden Overcoat. Victoriosity and more. Editing workshop with David Devereaux of Doctor Who Redacted Tin Can and more. Voice acting and directing workshop with Paul Minos and Georgina... Kareem Crumfley and Sarah Golding of so many podcasts, panels, competition judging and live shows galore including the brilliant Rogue Maker Pod, Perfect Retreat from Dashing Onions Audio, Unbound Theatre, Inspector Murder in Specs and a prequel of this very sci-fi podcast, Cyclone, yes! Cyclone Live is an prequel episode, A Prisoner of Aurora, specially written for the podfest by Graz Richards, taking place just before the Time and Tide episodes of Season 1, with an superb original score, core cast Erica Sanderson, Fiona Thrale, Wendy Lapp, that Vernie lady bent, and a guest appearance from the fabulous Maddie Searle as Louise, live in the same room without fighting, I think. Join us for unmissable sci-fi fun times and oh, so much more. Search Audio Drama Hub Podfest and get your tickets from the Wickham Swan Theatre website. Do not miss this. Bring your friends. See you there. Hashtag Cyclone AD live. When I was in grade school, I told the other kids I was an alien. Between awake and asleep lurks the hypnagogic mind. A point has zero dimensions. The there, the nowhere, 
but a line has one dimension. The no-win and... What's in there that you don't have here? A square has two dimensions. The never was. The real me, Max. She constructed her very own liminal space. She's in there. A cube has three dimensions. She created a space that wanted to be known. What if? Chloe. What if everybody with sleep paralysis? Chloe. What if they really were connecting with another world? Chloe. It wasn't you, Chloe. It was... It wasn't you. I said no! Chloe, do you understand? Created and discovered. A tesseract has four dimensions. It was hers to know, and hers alone. What are you? The Transposition of Chloe Bronte. Are you ready? Enter the interstitial passageway at chloebronte.com.